concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields. Welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation and Memphis Tourism. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Jared Boyd. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we've got one of the newest and most exciting R&B groups on the Memphis scene, Black Cream. Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis will be with us to deliver an installment of the Blues Hall of Fame, an exploration of the lives of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame here in Memphis, Tennessee, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, JB. This week, I'm excited for what we've got. We're welcoming R&B ensemble Black Cream onto the show. Yes, Black Cream. We've been anxious to get those guys on the show for some time now, and finally, we can share their gorgeous R&B style and flavor with our audience. While the band itself may be new to Memphis, its four members, Derek, T.O., Courtney, and Chris, are Memphis natives with years of experience backing others and playing solo. And like most bands who found their way to making a mark on soul, no one would be surprised to learn that this one is comprised of musicians who cut their teeth playing in churches all around town. Nope, that's pretty much a given. And it doesn't surprise me that these guys are still rocking on Sunday mornings, praising the Lord even if they spent the prior evening and several evenings before that putting bodies on the dance floor at nightclubs and bars around Memphis. Well, some of the church members were probably right along with them, and that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally fine, and, and maybe even the pastor, too. Well, we won't go that far. <laughs> You're right. I, I'm going to stay out of that one. Interestingly, the band has a bit of an unorthodox makeup. Its players include T.O. Crivens on lead guitar, Derek Brazel on bass, but they don't typically sing lead. Instead, brothers Chris and Courtney Barnes, who are both percussionists, often switch back and forth singing the group's songs. And while on many nights you can catch them grooving out covers of popular songs to get the crowd involved, these guys aren't afraid to get deep, wiping the cobwebs off of older tunes like, say, D'Angelo, and mixing and mashing one song into another, experimenting with electronic filters and all sorts of other left-field techniques that make them much more than a cover band. I'd hate to spoil this for our listeners, but I'm a, I'm a big nerd, and I simply adore this one change they do where they sing Michael Jackson's Remember the Time, over this slow neo-soul instrumental from Slum Village's Jay Dilla produced Fall in Love. Uh, it, just, it feels so much like summer. You just went really deep, JB. I just went deep. I just went deep. So, you ready to get into it? Yes, indeed. Here they are, Black Cream, live on Bill Street Caravan. Here we go. This is our single. Download it, stream it, tell your friends about it. Amen.
live on Bill Street Caravan.
That was the guys from Black Cream live on Bill Street Caravan. For more info on the band, find their page on Facebook. We'll be back with more music from Black Cream in a bit. Up next, Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis takes us through the life histories of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame. This segment is brought to you by the Blues Foundation and is also available as a standalone podcast through iTunes. The streets of Deep Ellum were no place for the visually impaired. Cracked and dented sidewalks stood a foot and a half above the street, and a railroad track roared down the middle of Central Avenue. Blind Lemon Jefferson was lucky, though. He had T-Bone Walker to guide him. Lemon, in a blue serge suit and white Stetson hat, walked slow. He listened to his footsteps ricochet off puddles and die in ditches. He felt the train chugging this way long before anyone else. None of this posed much danger to Lemon compared to the human element. Deep Ellum kept the Old West alive, the wild part anyway. Desperados grew thick along Central Track. Someone had to watch Lemon's money and watch Lemon's back. Mostly, though, T-Bone watched Lemon play. Weaving through the Saturday crowd, Lemon listened for the right place to set up. His ear found a peaceful little valley between the volcanoes of racket along Central Track. Lemon plucked his strings crisp and hard. He held the guitar out from his body flat to avoid absorbing its vibration. Each note rang out like a bullet, cutting through the Holy Ghost preachers and dice game greeters. T-Bone marveled at Lemon throwing his voice over the din and into the darkness down every alley. This guy handled his piece like a desperado. T-Bone took up a collection. Lemon strummed a little softer. He tallied the exact value of the coins in the cup by their clink against the tin. His ear caught a penny going in. Don't play me cheap, he said. T-Bone shared a laugh with the crowd. The two sauntered along Central, past the Palace Theater, along the railroad track. T-Bone saw Lemon up the stairs and down the halls of a rooming house. Now it was Lemon's turn to guide. In a room overlooking the track, he showed T-Bone how to attack the guitar. Lemon made single-string runs gallop faster than a Mustang. T-Bone just shook his head and whistled through his teeth. As the sun rose, Lemon told T-Bone he was headed back up to Chicago to make more records. Let me come look out for you, T-Bone said. Lemon shook him off. He said he'd get by. The record company sent him a train ticket, and they'd fetch him at the station. He'd be back. Not long after the train took Blind Lemon to Chicago, a record company came looking for him in Dallas. They held a big tryout at Ashford's record shop. With Lemon out of town, T-Bone had to fill his shoes. He borrowed a guitar and waited his turn. He held it just like Lemon and sang his hero's lines. I walk from Torpedo, Kansas into Wichita Falls. T-Bone couldn't wait to play the record for Blind Lemon, but two weeks later, T-Bone found out that Lemon wouldn't be back. No one knew exactly what happened, but rumor got around that the Chicago Desperados took Lemon off in a car, robbed him, and dumped him off alone somewhere. It happened the first day of winter. Lemon normally thought nothing of sleeping on the street or in a boxcar down in Dallas, but Dallas didn't make cold like Chicago. The news hurt T-Bone's entire family. Lemon was part of them. 
he played in their little string band and took Sunday dinner at their house. Of course, T-Bone suffered like no one else. He had to wonder, though, could he have saved Blind Lemon or just ended up beside him? Either way, this was a mean, cold world. Well, my heart stopped beating, Lord, my hands are cold. It wasn't no T-Bone grieved, but still had family obligations to keep him busy. His mother, stepfather, and cousins had a show. They paraded the same streets as Blind Lemon, on down into the dirt road neighborhoods in the bottom. People sat on their shotgun house porches and watched. They saw T-Bone tap dance down the sidewalk and twirl on his toe. T-Bone learned he could only match Blind Lemon's volume on the banjo, so that's what he played. He even sprinkled a little of his magic on that old sound, plucking the instrument with his teeth. At the end of the show, the neighborhood would be crowded around all the music and flash in time to see T-Bone swing the banjo behind his head and slide down into the splits. He had to wear extra long overalls to land it. He flung open a cigar box and the tips just poured in. As years went by and the cigar box came in lighter and lighter, T-Bone realized he needed to find a new crowd. He soon tapped right out of Dallas, almost all the way to the Sunset Strip. Even under the blue California skies, Watts didn't appear all that different from Deep Ellum. Dirt sidewalks, chickens running around. But when darkness hit and cabarets opened, there was more genius on 114th Street than in all of Hollywood. The atmosphere crackled. Little ramshackled nightclubs were like laboratories. Late-night jam sessions featured inventors and their experiments. T-Bone took a job dancing at Little Harlem, but spent his time off researching the new possibilities of amplification. Big Jim, the Little Harlem MC, didn't know what to make of it. T-Bone tinkering with his box, he'd kid. Little did Big Jim know, T-Bone Walker's tinkering would soon revolutionize the blues forever. As sure as he traded in his overalls for a white suit, T-Bone had plucked his last banjo. When Eddie Durham or Charlie Christian came through L.A., they'd visit their old Texas buddy and share their newest sonic discoveries. During the coming years, Albert Einstein was across the desert in Los Alamos building a machine to end the world war. Meanwhile, T-Bone and his colleagues perfected a sound that would define the music of the world after the war. Folks venturing out to sway in the tilting balcony at Little Harlem were the first in the world to hear it. T-Bone Walker and the electric guitar became inseparable. The amp lifted T-Bone's sound. He didn't need to bang up banjo or use Blind Lemon's sense of sonar to know where his tone would carry. However, he could still pluck the hell out of a guitar with his teeth. One evening, a brash young lady named Marilee tagged along to Little Harlem with some musician friends. They saw T-Bone in a white double-breasted suit with his slick process and the guitar slung over his shoulder. The sound hit the ceiling. Clear and sharp, T-Bone plucked effortlessly and the notes held long and loud. Good God, Marilee said. I know, her friend said. Electric. It was the first time Marilee had heard this. She sat dumbfounded. During intermission, one of Marilee's friends called T-Bone over. 
The musicians all praised him, but Marilee spoke up. That showbiz with the guitar behind your head, that's not necessary. T-Bone laughed. That's my whole act. He took a seat. I'm glad you didn't see me back in Texas picking up a table like this with my teeth. He flashed the big pearlies at her. Good God, she said again. You want to spend your whole life in Watts? That's fine. T-Bone shivered. What if I could find you work at a big club in Hollywood, Marilee said. She ran a record shop with her husband and knew all the nightlife people. Soon, T-Bone was integrating the Trocadero. Integrating and nearly destroying the Trocadero, that is. No one there had seen anything like T-Bone either. He was the template for a new generation of guitar hero. His roots went back to Blind Lemon Jefferson, and his reach would extend beyond Stevie Ray Vaughan. Before Jimi Hendrix was even born, T-Bone soloed with his teeth. Before B.B. King left the cotton field, T-Bone contorted his face like he's making love while he held a note for an eternity. At the end of the show, he took himself back to the streets of Deep Ellum like he still had his banjo in his hand, his overalls extra long. He pushed the guitar as far straight up as his arms would reach, still playing. He began slowly to inch the guitar down behind his head. At the same time, he spread his feet and slid his legs further apart, still playing. As he popped the final note, he landed the splits. The room burst into shouts, cheers, and women's screams. The stage around him was covered with cash. After the war, T-Bone recorded his enduring classic. It was the first electric blues guitar many had ever heard. You tell me, what did the world more good? Einstein's A-bomb or this? They call it Stormy Monday. But Tuesday's just as bad. Thanks for listening to the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. The Blues Hall of Fame podcast is produced by Bill Street Caravan for the Blues Foundation, written by Preston Lauterbach and voiced by Guy Davis. For more information on the Blues Foundation, go to blues.org. Street Caravan has been bringing the sounds of Memphis to public radio airwaves for more than 20 years. And now you can see what we've been talking about. Check out our series of digital shorts through our website or go to iListenToMemphis.com. I Listen to Memphis is about Memphis music today, the musicians who make it, and the places and culture that fuel it. Again, it's iListenToMemphis.com. 
AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from Memphis Tourism, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and if you've just turned us on, we're hanging and listening to the chilled-out sound of Memphis's Black Cream. If you haven't heard the band yet, that's okay. They only joined together about two years ago. In that time, if you have heard them, you've likely seen them in person because they haven't released a ton of music commercially. That's aside from their single, All I Need Is You, which always punctuates their live performances, even if the song is new to everyone in the room. As you mentioned earlier, it can be a bit jarring to see Courtney when his voice just floats out over the rest of the band while he's back there playing his drum set. And All I Want Is You is just a sweet, sincere song with real strong rock and pop influences. Honestly, it's nice to have a bit of a change of pace from the rest of their set as it truly shows their versatility and their reach. The band actually started as a trio, with Courtney as the lone vocalist. But eventually, the band invited his brother Chris along to join in. And it'd be hard to imagine Black Cream without Chris. He, he really just commands the room, and he's out in front with his congas and his tambourine and that voice. The man's got swagger, the way he just tilts his head back so slightly and just delivers. A true Memphis version of pared back soul. When people think of Memphis soul, they usually think of one thing, you know, the tradition that we all covet. The blend of the spiritual and secular that made Stax and Royal feel like they do, even today. But this is a bit different. For sure, it's more modern and it's influenced in some way by the neo-soul of Detroit and Philadelphia, but it definitely has the necessary parts to make it very much still just Memphis. It's hard to put your finger on exactly what that is, but I hear it in there. That little Memphis bit, it's present, it's in there, I can hear it, I can hear well, it. Well, here is more of Black Cream and their little Memphis bits, <laughs> live on Bill Street Caravan.
Fellas, we've got Black Cream here on the Bill Street Caravan. How y'all doing this morning? Doing good. Right, right. All right, absolutely. We don't have the, the full ensemble here today. We're, we're down one brother, so we have three-fourths of Black Cream here today. That's Could right. you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Well, I am Christopher Barnes. I play percussion, and I do some lead singing for Black Cream. <laughs> I'm T.O. Cribbins. I play lead guitar and do some singing for Black Cream. Good morning. <laughs> My name is Derek Brazel Jr. I am the bassist and I need to do more singing for Black Cream. <laughs> so how did this vision of a band come together? Me and T.O. have always just had a kinship, um, you know what I'm saying, beyond. I was living in L.A., but I would come home and see him, and we would always say, man, like, we gonna do something, bro. And, you know, we was just having a discussion about trios. It's some very dynamic trios, you know, that influenced me, him, and the rest of the world. And we are rock enthusiasts. We love rock music, but soul and that thing is in us, just being in Memphis and stuff like that. So it's a very awesome combination. So like, hey, who would be on drums for this trio? And then we was like, hey, Courtney, you know, him and Courtney have had a kinship too from playing with Will Graves and Soul. So when the Power Rangers come together, when they need to fight the monster, bro, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of happened like that. and. When we sat down, everything just happened organically. Then we later brought in Christopher to do some masterful singing, <laughs> percussion playing, and then that robot just got bigger, bro. And mm -hmm. now it's just been this sort of trajectory. Chris. Yes. Uh, I know your brother isn't here, but I mentioned that it's, it's interesting to see percussionists lead and sing. What is it like to be a percussionist who, who sings the lead in a band? It's not easy, uh, but because uh, Courtney and I do a lot of singing first, playing the drums and or playing percussion. It's a challenge, but it's also fun. It, uh, it works your brain. If you know the music, then it becomes easier or you're not thinking about it. I know it's a gift and I don't take it for granted, but to get to do it and to see T.O. <laughs> do it, because T.O. can really sing. Hold on, Derek can really sing. <laughs> If I could add, that's one thing I, I personally have enjoyed as being a member of Black Cream, man. We have all challenged each other to that's step right. up to our own place, not even not anybody else's place, but our own individually and collectively as Black Cream. And so before we hit the stage, we've already, we've had talks, we've had conflicts, mm -hmm. we've had, man, cry sessions, we've helped each other, we've hugged each other. And we've been, you know, brothers first and foremost mm -hmm. all along the way. And then once, by the time we get to the music, man, it's, <laughs> it's just there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So T.O. and I, man, we were talking a bit about how to classify Black Cream. And what I feel like what you guys do is closer to Neo Soul than uh, what a lot of people might think of when they think of Memphis Soul, rather. But I think that you guys sort of stand on your own because there's a different spice in your gumbo, if you will. I mean, you're on the right track with the gumbo, bro. It's a marriage of a lot of different Influence. influences yeah. of all of us collectively. But the sound just kind of emerges, like, you know what I mean? Like, when we do mashups, the mashup game is crazy. Rehearsals are more than rehearsals, they writing sessions, we, we do a lot in rehearsals. We've all got a lot of different influences and then I think we've got a real Memphis undertone and that's kind of been one of my favorite parts about Black Cream and that we won't always be limited to, but you know, we're a trio. 
instrument-wise. It's guitar, bass, and drums. So while we may sing R&B-ish, or we may have gospel influences, we can do whatever, instrument-wise, we've got the guitar. So we're putting all this different genres, we're still centering it around a Memphis. The guitar is really is, is, is a big part of Memphis history and Memphis music. You know, it doesn't often get a lot of attention, but uh, we're, I'm going back to that. <laughs> you know, you know a, a lot of the people from our region who've made a lot of noise throughout history, especially as Memphis, we love to talk about music legacy as a whole city. Well, you know, a lot of those folks were on the guitar and getting it done, you know, <laughs> or with just the guitar behind them. So I love the fact that, you know, Black Cream has embraced uh, just kind of a rock element of instrumentation while we cover it with all these different so, you know, how to classify that, man, you guess as good as mine. <laughs> so what's next for Black Cream? And, and I asked that because I know the single is out and uh, I know you guys are working really hard and you have a lot of different moving parts and things going on in your personal lives. But for those who can't get to the Memphis area to see you guys play, uh, will you be touring outside of town much here in the future? And, and will you be recording so that we could get the Spotify's up and get the titles up and, and Bandcamp and SoundCloud and all that? Yes, to all. All the books. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the process of finishing uh, music. It is very highly requested, so y'all just bear with us a little while longer. Mm. As far as touring, people are reaching out to have us come out of town. But all of the information we like to post on our social media sites so we can keep you updated. Which is black underscore cream 901. That's where you can find us on Instagram. You can find us at black cream 901 on Facebook. You can email us at blackcream901 at gmail.com. Basically, anything black and creamy in Memphis should be the four of us. <laughs> nice. So appreciate you guys for coming through. Appreciate you for having us. Here's more from Black Cream live on Bill Street Caravan.
live on Bill Street Caravan. The best way to keep in touch with them is on their Facebook page. Yeah, all you have to do is just search Black Cream and you'll find them. There they post events and they keep fans updated on their latest developments. And of course, these guys are gigging mostly in Memphis and right now they seem to be gigging a lot. So if you like what you hear, you know where you've got to be right here in this city. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, Memphis Tourism, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, and Tennessee Tourism for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public radio. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use hashtag IListenToMemphis. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We'll be back next week. So until then, I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Mm-hmm.